It's bad. Enemy. Hey everybody, I'm John. And I'm Rob. And this is Bad Anime, the podcast where we decide, is, is this, this anime, anime bad? bad? Hooray! So we are in separate locations, very interesting separate locations today. Um, Rob is in bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it is in, in the AM hours and where we don't normally record this show, so I am improvising, trying to adjust, trying to remain comfortable. I realized I sweat a little bit last night, so my shirt's sweaty. This will come off at some point, but not now. Not now. I'm recovering from a bit of a, a sinus infection, so if, if I randomly cough, don't worry. I don't have COVID. It's just all nature. that I ask. All that I ask is that when you remove the shirt, you let everybody know by saying "hoopty doopty." Look at my nipples. I really thought you're going to make me rhyme. I'm um, sh- sure. <laughs> Never let them know your next move. Can't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Can't rhyme. What is this, Doctor Seuss? <laughs> No, Rob, it's Dr. Sus, because this anime that we're talking about today has a very sus doctor as a part of it that creates a virus that contaminates people and makes them into blue people. So, (laughs) this is Bao. That's a very uh, quick summation right there, Bouncy. I commend you for that. Yes, this is Bao the Visitor. Um, And it's funny. Usually we go, we, we there's interesting stories about how we find these anime, and I can't tell if this story is very interesting or the dumbest. So, <laughs> so Bouncy, you know, sometimes you have those brain farts where, like, someone asks you a question and you're just not prepared for the answer? Yes, yes, that happens when I actually fart, too, as well. Yep. You casually ask me, so, Rob, what should we cover coming up soon? And I'm just like, uh. So I did a magical thing. I went to YouTube, and I typed in anime OVA, and for some reason, this is one of the first ones that popped up. And I'm like, sure, bow the visitor. So Amazing. I, I knew nothing going in except this might mean a lot to some people because um, the guy who um, the guy who wrote this manga, the original uh-huh. manga this is based on, um, mm-hmm. went on to create a little series called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So... That's right, he did. So yes. this this might mean something to a very passionate group of anime fans. And so This is very interesting. I did get that when I, I looked at the YouTube video and like when you sent it to me, I was like, Alright, so we'll do like this one, we'll do that one, we'll do blue guy. I always call it blue guy because you always see a blue guy in the thumbnail. Right. And then I, I clicked on the video and while I was watching it and like Sure, like, it, it's a fun little OVA, and I, like, scrolled down to the comments. I was like, oh, what are people thinking? What do people think about this? And they're all, like, either, like, man, I remember this in my childhood, or, man, it's crazy to see where the, where JoJo got from here. And I was like, what? Exactly. <laughs> so, Just like, wait, wait, who? So I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty wild that we stumbled upon this just randomly. Uh, but, yeah. you know, let, let's talk about the OVA itself. I, I, it, it was interesting, to say the least. And do you is, remember is, what is, year is it came out? Because I don't remember what year. Uh, 89 was the year. 89. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, the, the manga, I think, was 84, 85, and then the, the OVA mm. came out a few years later. Oh, okay, okay. And and um, it, um, I, I think in terms of the time frame, I, I want to say it's of its time, but I don't mean that to be demeaning. You can mm-hmm, tell. Mm-hmm. But it, here's the thing with this OVA that goes kind of tripped me up. Some of it was just very well animated, and I was like, and I was like taking notes, and one of my only notes on the show is, this is not cheap. 
<laughs> and like, yeah, this no. was this. There was a few moments in particular. Where I'm like, I'm sitting there, uh, almost in awe, going, "This is very well made." Yeah, it was surprisingly very well done. I, I really wasn't expecting that when I clicked on it, and I, I kind of expected some scrappy animation, to be honest. Um, like like with another OVA that we just watched, but oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one this one had like a, a bit of character to it, and it actually did it very well. Especially anything pertaining to this like bow virus that they were talking about. I feel like whenever that came up, or whenever that like was introduced and animated, it was done very very well randomly, and I was like, oh. That's that's nice. It's nice to do nice things sometimes. Yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head right away where the show is essentially about this mad doctor who um, created this virus that makes people into kind of superheroes, kind of demon people. Yeah, it's very unclear, but it's this guy. I don't remember his name, but we'll just, we'll just refer to him as Dr. Sus. Dr. Sus Dr. makes Sus. this virus. Right. And it's called the bow virus. And you, you find this out like a lot later. I like what they did in the OVA where they just kind of like did an exposition dump near the end. Like I was watching episode 25 of an anime. It was very <laughs> fun in that regard where they were just like, oh, by the way, here's like what all this is. And I was like, cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> just to make sure they didn't lose that, like, anybody. Exactly. Just to make sure we didn't lose you along the way. But we find out that like this uh, first, like the, the first thing that we see in the entire show is this guy, uh, Ikaro right mm, and that's yep. his name and he's like a cool dude he's just a chill guy but he also has this bow virus within him and that he learns that over time and he can right. like do all these like superhuman bullshit but the, at first like we we meet him and there's like i think what was the first scene was there like a runaway scene on a train in the first scene or was that like much later no no that was that was the beginning of the show where it was actually um i guess you could say our uh, one of the other uh, protagonist uh, sumare Mm -hmm. So the nine-year-old girl with the um yes that's with right the, with the little Pokemon on her shoulder. I, I mean I don't know Natsuo. I don't know how to describe him, but like he looked he he wasn't a Pokemon because this came out several years before Pokemon. But he just looked like a couple. But of he's just a Pokemon. He looked like a, a couple of Gen One and Gen Two Pokemon smashed together, which is very interesting oh, for so many reasons. But um, mm -hmm. so yeah, she was running away from this group. We look. We later learned they're called Doris, led by the doctor, um, Doctor Sus, as we were calling him. So Doris, yeah, their name of the name of the villainous group is just Doris. Well, the full name, the full title is a secret organization, Doris. So you couldn't have picked a more intimidating white girl name than Doris. Uh, I I don't know. This was 89, 89 Japan, so I think the name Doris was probably terrifying. Probably at that time. It's like, holy but yeah, they were like hunting that girl down, right? It, it's kind of like got a bit of like a like a Eleven from Stranger Things kind of vibe, where mm. you know she's got these powers, but she's just a little girl, and they're trying to. Yeah, she's just a little girl, but down. but the, she has psychic abilities, hence why Doris yes. wants to uh, use her for various things, and eventually yep. she gets away from Doris. Um, I, if I remember correctly, Ikudo just kind of busted out of a giant tank he was in. He woke up and it was kind of like on the train. He's like, "Why am I in a tank on a train?" And then him and Doris, <laughs> him and sorry, no, him and Super Rider's like, "Yeah, this is weird, right? Let's go talk about this." So yeah, let's go, bro. So, so then they leave, but so, like in a crazy fashion, where like, okay, I think like Ikuro, the first thing that happens is that he becomes Smurf, and yes. like him, he just like goes blue, and then he just gets all these powers, and then he like takes the girl, and they like leave the train, and he like jumps on a bunch of people like slaps a bunch of people around yeah. and then goes 
and the, and then we kind of have our ragtag bunch of Ikoro and this and the small girl um and but Natsuo like, the, the Pokemon yes and Natsuo the Pokemon and it's weird because like the next scene is after that happens I th- they just like wake up he like wakes up on a bench or at a gas station or something and the, and they're just like oh so like how'd you sleep and I was like huh interesting yeah. so he's a normal boy <laughs> so he's a real boy so he's a real boy now <laughs> yeah but they they wake up on some kind of bench and then they like start developing this relationship i guess but like it's very funny to me that throughout this ova you know but until a point the entire like plot line and the entire like point of it is like oh ikoro and this girl are traveling together and they're both like weird and they're both like i don't know they got powers and stuff like that they've both been experimented on and stuff right and the, the weird part of the story is that there's just a bunch of people trying to knife Ikoro all the yes. time. Yes, yes. Very early on, it, like, as they're on that bench. Um, well, the first thing we got is this weird, kind of weird scene where um, mm-hmm. Sumire is, like, drawing something in red. And then she suddenly starts, like, scribbling everywhere beyond her control. She's like, oh, no, it's happening again. And then next thing you know, oh, yeah. the, the <laughs> oh picture swirls and then a, a face pops out of the the, the, um, the sketch pad. And I, I was at that point, all I said was, what the fuck is going on here? And then some dude shows up from behind and stabs Ikaro. And I was like, and this Bro. is and it's funny. It's <laughs> funny because I said to myself, wow, that was a little violent. And that was a reoccurring theme. Um, pretty much every fucking scene afterwards. So, yeah, they, they stab yeah. Ikaro. He in the in like the in like the gut, and he's and he's like, oh no! They they beat they like they like they fend off the guy, and they're like, oh, he got stabbed, and so he just steals some guy's motorcycle. He's like, Subaru, hop on. So they start driving away, and at the same time, we get some exposition about the the mm-hmm. initial exposition about the bow virus in yes. a scene that like was pretty disturbing. It's like probably one of the I I can see this scene triggering a lot of people because it involves animal mm-hmm. violence. So, oh yeah, that was a pretty weird scene. They like they gave the bow virus to a dog, right? Or yeah, something. Yeah, they gave, they gave it to a dog, and it's it's the it's the doctor and a couple guys in like like definitely like high up businessmen, but in like masks to conceal their Yo, identity. Yo, it was it, it was exactly the American investors from Squid Game. It was yes. literally all of them. They had like masks on and stuff like that. I was like, this is scarily accurate and very yeah. similar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they're all in that room, and it, it was it was an interesting scene because the doctor's like, now watch what I do with the bow virus, and he gives it to the dog. And then, like the dog gets beaten up by all the other dogs. No, and, no, no! Uh, it was it every- was a tiger. Oh, that's right! It, it like it, it was a tiger, but it got like beaten up for yeah, a while. It, it got beaten up by and a then, tiger. Oh yeah, how, that's how right. Do you, how do you not remember this? It was a tiger beating up a dog in an anime. I don't remember that. It was a tiger. He just they're like, watch this, and and next thing it's a tiger. It claws off half the dog's face and throws it against the wall. All the investors oh. go. All the investors go. This is kind of stupid. And the doctor's like, just wait, this is going to get a lot dumber. And then next thing you know, the dog essentially turns into a Pokemon, like a giant blue Pokemon. And <laughs> it kill, really and, does. And kills the tiger. And then next thing you know, they shoot the 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 dog creature now in the head and they light it on fire. It's like, and that's how you kill Bao if you need to. You just flame him if you, you need to kill him. him. And then... And then no, How and do the I same. not remember Dog versus Tiger? I can't believe I forgot Dog versus Tiger. That should be the G- main event of this anime. Well, given how fucking wild this show gets, I kind of understand why you forgot it. 
because it was, and I thought it'd be the standout scene. And that's, that was the scene where my notes stop because I was just watching from this point on. I, yeah, I, yeah. I just put down my phone. Cause I, and I, I believe they interspliced the tiger scene with um, another scene where um, uh, Ikuro and Sumire, like pull up to like another gas station in the rain. Yep. And Sumire's like, oh, your wound is healed. And um, Ikuro's like, yeah, fucking weird, huh? But he looks at his, <laughs> he looks at his skin and it's like crackling and stuff. Because like he's been like yeah. infected by the virus, exactly. And then another dude comes and tries to knife him, and <laughs> literally another dude knifing him. He tries to get knifed so, and th- there was one time like back to that scene where he gets knifed before he gets the motorcycle, right? Yep. So he gets knifed, and then but he gets knifed once, and then he runs across the street with Sumire, and they try to get a motorcycle. And while they're running across the street, I'm like, why isn't the guy who knifed him just chasing him right now? Yeah. <laughs> He just kind of like knifed him and just chilled over there. He just didn't really, didn't really chase after him. Didn't really try to get the job done. He was like, "Yeah, that'll do it. He'll bleed out." <laughs> I think it's what I think it was what it was. I think they were just un- under informing the assassins they were sending, and then it's just like, "Yeah, just fucking stab him like once." And you know, the assassins they were sending were also very good in terms of their lines. I think like the second guy mm-hmm. who came in like at the gas station scene that we're at right now, right? Yeah, the second guy that came in. I think it was on the phone with like the doctor or something, and the doctor was like, "Yeah, I need you. I need you to." Ki-. He sounded exactly like, "I need you to kill the bowel virus. I need you to kill Ikaro." And uh, yeah, it was, the guy it was, was very like, first draft of a voice. It was, and then the guy, the assassin, the second guy responds. He his the response in the English voiceover at least is, "Yeah, I got it, Dick." <laughs> yeah, that's so they did have a little fun with the dub. It had a uh, big time butt wipe energy from Violence Jack. I, I, I really Your enjoyed move, it. Captain Butt Wipe. <laughs> it gets me every time. It's, it still does. You were still laughing as just as hard as the first time you saw that scene. And of course, it's so when, silly. And as the anime went on, yeah, of course, because um, and it's 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 apropos since you mentioned Violence Jack because oh boy, suddenly. The gore factor um, started getting a little off the chain, especially yeah. whenever, whenever Ikuro's bow form was being utilized. Yeah. So, if I remember, him and Sumire find another spot to hide. You know, mm-hmm. they're talking, and sh- and she's like, "Oh, you're 17," and he goes, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Fucking stud of a 17 year old, I guess." I yeah. Mean, goddamn. What, they, what a like, build. He looks like a fully grown adult. Okay. Yeah, he does. And, and she's like, I'll be 10 soon. It's like, okay, you're wildly too... <coughs> For a nine-year-old girl, you're taking on the world right now. God bless you. <laughs> Seriously. And, yeah, they, they had that whole scene. And I feel like they tried to and they succeeded eventually in building that relationship between the two of them. Because I think that was, like, probably, like, the main, like, Ikuro, right, he can turn to this, like, bow character. But, like, what's he actually fighting for? Like, what's the motive here? Right. And it's it, it doesn't necessarily have much of a motive besides, oh, I need to make sure that they do not take this little girl and put right. her back in, in weird science jail. Um, yeah, I need sci- to keep her. Weird science torture jail. <laughs> exactly. And so he's like, oh, well, I just need to keep her at all costs. And then, like, at one point, Doris... They send some people and they kidnap the girl and he's like, yo, I'm about to rip ass right now. And he just literally goes bow form and just, oh my God, as you were saying with like the violence before, he just like 
rips people apart. He, he just it gets so bloody after a little he's while. He's ripping people apart. Uh, there's some. There's one or two points where he's crushing people's skulls. There's there's points where like his hands are like because at one point he just like unlocks his power to generate electricity. So like he's legitimately melting faces. It's fucking crazy. That scene was so nuts. And I was like, what do you mean new power unlocked? And he literally well, that, that happened a few times where it just like where you're like as it goes on, it's just like new power unlocked. It's like, am I playing a video game? He just kept like gaining these things like over time. He just like kept getting like new abilities and whatnot that you just didn't know of. I think just in his blind rage, he was just like, Yeah, I don't care. I'm just gonna like do this. And he just did all of those things. And he just was a badass throughout the remainder of the show. It's because, like, the show pretty much, um, once Sumire was kidnapped, that was pretty much our final act, but it was, like, the second yeah. half of the OVA where it was just it like, was. badass fight scenes, and then eventually we meet the Native American guy walking. Dude, that was so funny. And th- there's this just giant Native American man, and I don't know, like, what they were thinking, but he was like, it seems like Bao puts up a good fight. I will beat Ikaro in battle. He just randomly in this science lab, and the scientist is like, I think it's your turn, walking. And he's like, all right, I'm in, bro. Put me in the fight. It's Put time. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. I'm ready to go. He is definitely like, he's like a huge man. He's got to be like, again, like not me referencing Violence Jack, but he kind of looks like Violence Jack a little he bit. He actually does. And I, that was the one thing I know. I had made a mental note of him like, uh, all right, if there wasn't enough comparisons to make with Violence Jack from all the violence in tow, this guy has the exact proportions of Jack and a similar yep. voice in the dub. Exactly. I don't, I don't remember if it sounded too similar, but it was the same type of inflection, that deep menacing her, I'm going to yeah. show you. It was like that same like voice template, and it, it was it was just funny because he was like, I, I am going to now be Ikaro's rival through the rest of this OVA. And I was like, you know, bro, that's cool. And they fight like twice, and Ikaro and, beats him every and, time, and, and he just gets pissed po- off. And at one point, like, um, Walken carves a symbol into his chest, and the scientist in the background is watching it over the cameras and explaining to the audience what the hell is going on. It's like, that symbol, it, it means Walken respects him as a fighter. This is going to be an interesting battle. It's like, thanks, doctor. It was it was kind of crazy. And it, the doctor did like do a lot of explaining of random things to the right. point where I feel like I was watching like the Romeo show where something would happen and he'd be like, all right, freeze. Okay, guys. Oh, so... <laughs> Walken's a little scamp. Every time he loses to somebody in battle, he carves their name into his chest. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, man's just Freeze. like bleeding out all over and, and carving shit into his chest. And the doctor's like, guys, okay, this is actually normal. Um, I swear. <laughs> and there was a really great scene where like somehow somehow Bao gets his like arm caught in a wall. Yes. And Walken is like, huh. You're done now. So Bao cuts his own arm off and then proceeds to kill, like we, as we think, kill Walken. So that was interesting. And the doctor's yeah. like, oh, shit. Business just picked up. It's like, what? Are, what is the goal here? <laughs> what is your role in this show? <laughs> So then, so I then, think it's because like the bow, ca- oh, like the the like Ikaro's like bow form when he's like blue and stuff. Like he doesn't really talk. No, so he doesn't at all. Yeah, I think he just needs everybody else to fill in the blanks for him. Like eventually, right? He like goes and as you would expect, like he beats Walken again, like twice, and then he goes 
to save uh, Sumire. And then he finally gets her, but then he also, like, somehow the facility that they're in, due to, like, the fight that he's in, is about to explode. Then and they, the doctor they is like, destruct. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's exactly, yes. And the doctor is like, we have to take down Bao at all costs, so I'm blowing up the whole building. Everybody leave. And everybody's like, doctor, aren't you coming? And he's like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, never mind, I'm coming. <laughs> it was weird. It was like. There was, it's, it felt like they're going to do the captain going down with his ship kind of thing, but then eventually right. we see him leaving with everyone else anyway. So it's like, what is happening? Like, I, I didn't understand that part at all. But either no. way, they blow up the building. Um, as you would expect, uh, Ikaro leaves. Uh, and, well, no, we, we, uh, can't skip, we can't skip the part in the cave where it's the second fight with Walken. Oh, Walken'd. yes. And there's like a laser mm-hmm. cannon that fell off a, um, a something. And the doctor is there. <coughs> With like his um, fem- lead female henchwoman who didn't really have a purpose in the story, so we didn't really mention her a lot yet. And they're both looking at Bao, going, "That's a laser cannon detached from the um, from from like the um, from the power source. There's no way you can use that." But then the doctor's going, "But Bao has that power." So he shoots fucking Walker with a giant laser cannon, and then like it starts going wild, and a bunch of the s- stalactites or mites which ones are the ones on the ceiling uh tights i think let's go with tights i don't know if we're wrong tights send us send us a very angry message on any of the social media platforms preferably a long chain email kind of style thing that would be great love it so a bunch of stalactites start falling and starts killing everyone including the doctor and he's like oh no i've been defeated by my own creation this is all my fault oh this man loves a monologue. <laughs> he is a monologue fiend. He spends most of the most of the anime just kind of monologuing over events, and I love it. I mean, because especially in the dub, the voice is so weirdly endearing. Yeah, it is kind of, and yeah. I it, to the point where I'm like, you know, I'd get a beer with this guy. He seems I cool. Would, I would have a beer with you. <laughs> but yeah, yep they they all die, and uh, the the best part. Of this is, I feel like the the doctor continuously having to explain things, but also being like the part when you were like when he picked up the laser cannon, the doctor was like, but he has that power. I was like, bro, what power does he not have? Like, at that that point, at at that point, it felt like they were just cramming in all the powers from the manga. I'm assuming. Yeah, probably. Where it was just like he has all this power, where it was explained at a at a reasonable pace in the source material, but they were just trying to cram stuff in for this OVA. Yeah, and he's also like a total Chad Goku, where every time he loses a fight, he just gets better. Exactly. But then again, that's so much of Japanese storytelling, New Japan Pro Wrestling yeah. in particular. But Ah, um, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. We'll talk we about that well. later. But um, so it, it was so funny because the entire show was based around this wholesome relationship between Sumire and Ikuro. Right. And they kind of shot it in the foot at the very end, where... um. So they they escape. This whole facility is just blown up. So there's no more bow virus. Cool. And then it's just Sumire on a beach with the Natsuo thing, going like, "Wow, that was something." Ikuro is now sleeping at the bottom of the ocean. He'll wake up. He'll wake up when I turn seventeen. It's like, what? Excuse me. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I very much thought there was a brother sister thing going on here. Is he? Tr- and and then I realized, oh, it's anime. 
Yeah. Yep. 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 They're, I was like, the, is he just like the anime kind of siblings? Did he have to like literally just like encase himself in the ocean? And be like, well, I don't want to commit a crime now, so I got. So he's now just sleeping at the bottom of the ocean until the girl he likes turns um, seventeen, and I'm just like. What a weird turn for this to take. I mean, that what, end- just what an odd turn of events for this. Honestly, if you just cut out that one line of dialogue, it would have changed the entire complexion of the ending of the show. But now it's just like right. weird. It's like it goes from someone being naturally protective over someone in a familial sense to like child grooming. No, not really. I don't know. Kind of. Yeah, it's a little weird. They did. Yeah. They did kind of not stick the landing on the ending too well. No, um, but you know, I I think it, maybe now is when we can get into it because I think the lead up to the end was pretty good, and like yeah. the things that they did and like the bases they set, especially the relationship between them. Although at the end, like it, it wasn't necessarily, I guess, what we thought it was the whole time. Right. Uh, but even given that, I I thought like their relationship was really cool and how they cultivated that, and they're just like two like weird science people experiments yeah. on the run. Weird, weird science people weird science people on the run and you know they can bond over that and there were some nice scenes there but there wasn't like too much of it where you were like okay no. i get it like don't, don't worry yeah, no about it, it was very it was... like sparing and honestly though i might have liked a little more of this i mean i enjoyed i enjoyed mm-hmm. the ova but i'm just like this could have if this stretches out a little bit this could have made for a very uh, interesting series yeah it could have made for a pretty compelling series because i think there is a little more to know about you know, the Val virus, because the Val virus is like the big unknown, I guess, that like you don't know exactly what it is. You don't know what the powers are. You can give right. it to a dog and he could beat a tiger, uh, but it, but it can also melt people's faces. So it it, I think faces. Like, I think over time it, it would have been cool to get a little more information um, about like what this thing is and like what it does and how it originated and things like that um, in a bigger series. But as an OVA, like as a standalone like this, I think it did a pretty good job of doing as much as they could while also doing some explanations of plot while also cultivating an emotional relationship at some point. So, yeah, I, I, I think it did pretty well at a lot of things. And yeah, because let's 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 face it, because when you cut out the intro and the ending, it's probably around 45 minutes of content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, they crammed a lot into that content. And now really the question did. is, what did we think of said content? Hmm. Well, I got to say, it was not bad for me. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not bad for me. I, I yeah, think yeah. it was, um, it was, to be honest, it was pretty fun to watch. And kind of like what you said earlier, I didn't take many notes because right after maybe like halfway through or maybe I even like less than that, maybe 20 minutes in, right. I was like, you know, I I don't need to take any notes. Like I'm actually just like enjoying this. So I, I just like sat and like watched the rest. And I just wanted to see where things were going and not distract myself with other things. So I think like that's a pretty good mark of a good OVA is when I'm oh, like, entirely. oh, actually like this 45 minutes, it was not a waste. Uh, well, I, I mean, it's not a waste regardless because if it's shitty, we'll yeah. talk about it. But, exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, like it's not a waste like in in my enjoyment and like kind of what I wanted to watch today because mm. like what like Ikoro is a, a, a whatever protagonist, right? Like That's not the right. point. Um, Sumire is like very charming, I think, as like a, a good yes. other side character to have. Totally. Um, and, uh, you know, Walken's a fucking dude, so... <laughs> Walken! Just a fucking bro tank. Just a bro tank. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I think, like, definitely for me, not bad. 
Um, would probably, if they had another OVA out there for this, watch it again. And I'm very surprised oh, totally. how you found this and how I actually enjoyed it. Um, yeah. <laughs> what Now, what do you think? I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, totally not bad by any stretch of the word. I kind of appreciated how light on story it was because this, you know, the setup was they, they did enough explanation to convey the, the setting they're in and get and get everything set up. Right. Like, hey, these are these characters. This is this virus. Let's have fun with it. Right. And they did. And a lot of the reason why I stopped taking notes, because um, we've only briefly mentioned this, that this show was so fucking gory. And like there was. Yeah. There was intestines. There was things exploding. Yep. There was. There was a lot to see visually. Yes. There was a lot of visually going on, but it was, um, how do I put this? It wasn't as off-putting as other ultra-violent OVAs I've seen in the past. You're kind of right, yeah. I got that weird. same feeling. I guess maybe because a little more stylized or maybe a little more cartoony, mm-hmm. you know. But it was really violent, and I, um, for that reason, I would probably recommend it to anybody. I mean, because mm-hmm. this, this thing is a very compact, very well-animated little romp, and it's not it's not dark it's it, there's a lot going on it's serious but it's and and very and pretty violent but it's not like it's lacking that it, it's it doesn't lose the sense of fun you know yeah because you're right cause and, the, and a lot and the of, tone is rather uplifting even while he's like reaching into people's stomachs and pulling out their intestines like it it's rather uplifting throughout to be honest which is such a contrast because i'm used to when it comes to something ultra things is ultra violent i'm used to something like akin to devil man or violence jack where this is underlying right. misery to this so taking right. out that grim tone but leaving in the violence is so bizarre i think especially for any modern anime fan this is totally worth a watch and and if yeah. you're a fan of jojo in general, I think you owe it to yourself to see what else the creator did before JoJo. So yeah. there's a lot of reasons to recommend this. And again, for a show like ours that says, let's try to find bad anime, we're very good at fucking up. <laughs> and we definitely fucked up this time. You know, we, it was we, a foolproof plan. Google <laughs> OVA. <laughs> go, go to YouTube. Search it on YouTube. It was foolproof. And yet we messed up again. <laughs> We still messed up, but that's okay. And you know what? Because we all got something good out of it in the end. So I'm happy. We did. I'm happy too. And we got a lot more chances to try. Go watch this anime. Have fun with it. Yeah, have a good time. Bye, everybody. Later. It's bad. Wow. Oh, my God. What a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you could leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on we'll read them all anyways we don't care i love you kiss kiss in your ear podcast network